Hi, I'm Jacqueline Chesinski. And I am Megan Van Lu with Hackman Family Farm Market. And I'm Jim Minner from the Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture. We're talking to Jacqueline and Megan about the Hackman Family Farm at the Purdue Farm Management Tour on July 11th. Megan, you focus most of your attention on the food safety aspect of Hackman Family Farms. Tell us a little bit about that. We have 175 acres of commercial watermelon to sell to, you know, some of these larger buyers. You have to be certified through the government and what we use is Primus Auditing. So I take that responsibility on as our food safety manager and making sure that the farm is up to date with all the policies and procedures as well as all of the protocols that we have to go through to make sure that the food is legal to sell based on how we grow it and get it to the store. I'm doing most of the paperwork behind the scenes and then also in charge of the wholesale as far as receiving orders and making sure those orders are picked and ready to go when their time comes. It keeps me very busy. Jacqueline, tell us a little bit about your role. I'm in charge of our retail farm markets. We have one location here at the farm in Valonia, and we also have another location up in Seymour inside Darledge Custom Meats. It's a meat shop that sells a bunch of local products, including our produce. And then I also charge up our veg to table vegetable delivery service. So essentially they are subscription boxes that are sent out with our vegetables as well as other local producers that we partner with. We put together a box that gets delivered every week or every other week to our local neighbors here in Jackson and Washington County. So just to back up for a little bit, this enterprise moving into the retail aspect of food delivery and food production along with the expansion of the melon operation has really kind of created an opportunity for the two of you to come back home to the farm could you tell us a little bit about that when we started the farm market which was the initial startup of course we already had a family farm when we were growing up we've grown up on the farm but they did cattle and row crops primarily to help us. I'm the oldest of four. Jacqueline here is number two. Then there's a third sister who started here with us, but then now she's moved into corporate America. And then my youngest brother, Victor, who has always planned to come to the farm when he was ready to skip, you know, preschool to stay at home. So he's been ready for this his whole life to pay for college. Our parents said, okay, looks like it's going to be a pretty hefty bill here in 2008, whenever it was, looking forward. You guys are going to help pay for it. And we had you know, no idea how they're going to do it. And when they said we were going to raise watermelon, we thought they were crazy. But, I mean, who are we to, <laughs> who are we to question them? We wanted them to help us pay for it. So my parents bought this farm here on the highway, and they said, we're going to knock down this old house. We have this garage here. We're going to you know, do minor improvements to it and you're going to open it and sell vegetables out of it. I thought, oh my word, you actually lost your mind. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you had seen the garage at that point. (laughs) Cracked concrete, holes in the roof. The guy who lived here, it was his workshop. So we had to scrub the oil off the floors and put in new windows. I painted about six layers of white paint (laughs) over the top of everything. It just goes to show that it doesn't take a lot to start your whatever small business you want, especially when it comes to a roadside stand, people actually 
like the shabby look because it makes them feel like they're getting something that was grown right here that didn't go far. There was not much to it. It's very simple. They want their food to be simple. You don't need it all stickered, labeled, waxed, colored. They don't want sprayed to make it a different color. They just want it how it is. So we started it just us, and then we hired all our friends. And long story short, I decided that I really liked it. And I was doing orders from my dorm room at Hanover, taking calls on the weekend still when I first started back watermelon orders my friends thought it was hilarious when I'd have a wholesaler on the line I'm like I'm gonna have to step away for just a second and take this call and I'd go around and <laughs> sell you know at that point it was just like 150 watermelon or whatever something very small I'd come back I'm like sweet got a good deal and they're like are you, <laughs> what are you doing with your life and then it turns out <laughs> I actually enjoyed it and my dad he has always been the dreamer and the one that I have to, you know, talk down off of his crazy ideas. But the market started to blossom and I started to make connections with some of these wholesalers. Then it turns out we need more help and we need to recruit more people than just our friends. And we need professional crews and picking crews because the local people can't keep up. And now we need a new barn and we need a new vegetable washer, something to process because we can't sit here and wipe down a seven boxes of Roma tomatoes every day and make any money. So all these things just kind of happened slowly for us. There wasn't like a aha moment, really. It just was a slow progression. Up in a year. It, it, last year, we celebrated our 10th birthday. Not our 10th anniversary. Birthdays are way more fun. <laughs> so we celebrated our 10th birthday. It was fun to look back and see the pictures and kind of realize where we had started and how we had grown. But it was a slow progression. And that's something that dad had taught us that we should grow slowly so that we could stay in business and learn what works and what doesn't along the way. And that's definitely what we did. Yeah, so I graduated from Hanover in 2002. 16 and came back and full-time and that's when we decided to really amp up the acres of the watermelons so that we had something to help pay my salary and then also we actually had a lot more cattle we really upped that they thought with with just me here apparently i was you know justification to double what they were doing before i don't know why they thought that but they did anyways but since then we had to really downsize those for the food safety um bringing that back we don't have time to do that anymore with the watermelons and then they don't want us growing commercial packing stockyard size cattle next to where we're doing commercial watermelons so it's been a transition period for us as well so this is Jacqueline I have a bit of a different story than Megan does I went to Purdue graduated in 2017 took a job with at the time it was Dow AgroSciences now Corteva who I had done my internships with through college, worked in Indianapolis, and then afterwards went to Southwest Ohio and took on a crop protection territory there. Um, and then whenever I got engaged, was looking to move back home, took a job with Farm Credit Mid-America right here at home, did that for a little while, and then the farm kept growing. And so there was this opportunity where they said, well, we're either going to hire someone else or you can come back. It was an opportunity I jumped on. So I got to come back after getting married. And that's when the watermelon really took off. Megan transitioned over to the wholesale side. I took over the retail side. Then last year, Megan and I decided to launch 
the veg to table delivery service. So that's something that I get to be in charge of now as well. So we closed our second location. We actually had one in Salem as well. We had trouble finding labor, just like 99% of America. We saw our quality slipping a little bit and the two things together was like, that's fine. Let's let it go. Let's pivot from here. Let's find something else so we can manage more from here in Valonia that we can make sure is up to our standard and our quality. That was one reason we switched to the subscription, but also because the next generation likes delivery. I personally like delivery. I'm still a 20 some for the time being. So I was like, maybe this is a way to reach more customers that don't have time to walk through the door don't have time to come out to the country once a week to get their groceries turns out yeah we were pleasantly surprised turns out there's a lot of older people that also don't want to drive to the country and get their groceries and a lot of elderly people who can't grow gardens anymore that we're also hitting and we had no idea that that market was even there it's been a convenience for multiple generations not just the younger generation so we started that seems to be going well. And it's also a good way to get our face out in the community. You know, we're reaching corners of the county we had never been to before, believe it or not. I hadn't driven some of these gravel roads that <laughs> take... yesterday I was hitting new gravel roads. <laughs> yeah, I love where we live. It's just, it's great. But this is not the most convenient spot in the world. We know that. So we'll see what happens in the future with vegetable. Table. It's exciting. It's a venture that uh, the farm, there's nobody else locally that's doing this as far as an actual delivery service. It's not a CSA. We take it all the way to their door. So it's similar, but not the same. And the feedback we get is great. I mean, people just are excited for it every week. They say it's like Christmas. That's what a customer told us yesterday. It feels like Christmas every time I get a delivery. We're like Santa Claus. We're the real life Santa Claus is right here. Really releases endorphins to be able to drop off a bag at somebody's house and they get all excited and you're like all excited for them. And then you just want them to open it, but it's weird. So you leave. And then they tell you on Facebook how much they love it. So it's all good. <laughs> so you've gotten a little bit of an overview of some of the things we're going to talk about at the Purdue Farm Management tour at the Hackman Family Farm July 11th. And as you can tell, the Hackmans like to have a lot of fun. They mix work with fun, and they've done a great job of figuring out how to bring back that next generation by augmenting in a pretty traditional corn, soybean, and beef cattle operation into a pretty significant produce operation. So I hope you'll join us here in Washington and Jackson County on July 11th at the Purdue Farm Management Tour. On behalf of the Center for Commercial Agriculture, I'm Jim Mintert. Thanks for joining us.